Hello, listeners. Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. Very special episode today. But first, this song is Love on the Ground by Cannons. I'm going to let this play, and then we'll get into the program. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome to episode 167 of the Blake Mayfield Podcast. I am your host, Blake Mayfield, and I'm here today with Rain. She is part owner of a brand new Asian restaurant here in the heart of downtown Reading called Taroko Asian Bar and Grill. We are actually in the back of Taroko right now recording this on a Monday afternoon. So thank you for joining me, Rain. I appreciate it very much. You're originally from Guanho, China, and she currently resides here in Reading, California. So a long ways from where you began. But thank you for sitting down with me. We'll get into all that in a little bit. But how are you today? Good. Thank you. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. I you were, I came in. You're like I'm very busy. I, if I had 15 more hours in a day, I couldn't get stuff done. So the fact that you <laughs> took time out to come and do this um, really means a lot, honestly. So thank you. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for doing this. Yeah, absolutely. I want to give a special shout out and thank you to all the Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcast listeners, as well as the YouTube viewers, if this will ever work. Um, the YouTube viewership as well. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. I appreciate it very much. And last but not least, I want to give a special shout out and thank you to our sponsors, Black Rose Coffee and Tea, Spring Gulch Farms, and a Rebel Fit Company. And before we get into the podcast, here is an ad from Black Rose Coffee. This episode of the Blake Mayfield Podcast is brought to you by Black Rose Coffee and Tea. Are you starting a brand new diet and want something organic and delicious? Want to support a locally owned and operated family business? Have you ever tried peanut butter in your coffee? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, then you should try out Black Rose Coffee and Tea. At Black Rose Coffee and Tea, you'll find all sorts of pairings you won't find anywhere else, such as the white chocolate and peanut butter blend called the Ecstasy, organic on-tap kombucha, and the chance to make your furry best friend Instagram famous through their at Dogs of Black Rose page. Visit Black Rose Coffee and Tea at 9539 Old Oregon Trail in Redding, California, open seven days a week. Bring the kids, dogs, or whoever you hold near and dear to you, and rethink the way you coffee today. All right, without further ado, let's get into it. So, again, thank you for coming on, Rain. I appreciate it. I wanted to ask you, um, long history. You helped run Kobe's in downtown and whatnot before you came over here and did this on your own. Um, coming from China, immigrating here to, to Reading, you know, it, it's, it's a long story in between. And I want to get to all of it because we came in here, um, George and I did about, I want to say, maybe a month, month and a half ago at this point, And talked to you for like an hour straight. And I remember we left and George was like, that was the real podcast. That was so good. That was, you know, but I'm happy we're doing this as well. So I want to get into this with you. Why did you want to open Taroko, another Asian bar and grill um, downtown that people can come to? It's on Pine Tehama right here in the middle of everything going on as far as the new Market Street and whatnot. Why did you want to open this this year? So actually, from the beginning, we never thinking about, I, at least myself, Never thinking about opening a restaurant because I know how hard to run a restaurant by running Kobe. Um, I think it's an opportunity. My boss, who owns a Kobe, owns this building. Okay. And then, actually, from my immigration come to here, this town, the first year I lived in Reading, it was miserable, I can tell you. It's a food. I think the food problem that I have in this home, 
and、uh, doesn't matter where I go to eat. There's no real food. No offense to anyone that owns a <laughs> restaurant <laughs> business. Okay, this is the kind of we all have our own opinion. It's a free country,、it's、isn't、true. it? It is absolutely. You know, it's funny you say that because I kind of feel the same way. Like, besides places like here, places like、uh, I think of like Roots, the juice bar, where you know everything you know natural. They'll do juices for you, smoothies, whatever. It, you're right; it is tough to go around, and a lot of it is like cheeseburgers or it's like Chipotle. You know, it's healthy, but it's not the healthiest.、Um, so you basically had a passion. It sounds like for just wanting something healthy. You saw something here in Reading that you thought maybe people besides you were in need of. And then you wanted to open a place like that. I mean, is that kind of what the motivation was, or? Yes, and I want a place that like you sit in a big city, but you're not. The entertainment, the food quality—it's not packaged food, real food, fresh real food. That's what I'm looking for. I love my customer. As long, How long that I working for Kobe? I always a server and taking care of my customer. I love my customer, so I want them to have the best experience and also the best food. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I can attest to this because came in and had a, a, a pork belly bowl, which you know you wouldn't think of coming in. I didn't know you guys had pork belly, and it was so tender and it was so good. So thank you. I don't know what you guys put in the rice. The rice tasted. Like better than usual rice, and I was like, "This is so good!" So thank you. It was it was very good. I appreciated it.、Um, just the operation for the、uh, rice, how you handle it, is make it better. It's the same rice everywhere. Just depends on how you cook them. Gotcha. So the way you guys cook it's different than like fried rice, let's say, or how. Well, you just、uh, how to cook it right, just like anything else. If you do it right, you can do the best of it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What has it been like running the business here so far this year in, in Reading and, and dealing with stuff like you know、uh, food chain supply issues and, and, and inflation and stuff like that? But wanting to keep good quality ingredients for your customers. I mean, how difficult has that been this year doing all that? Has been very difficult because I don't want us to cut any corners. You have to keep your meat vegetable quality. So we have to change it up a little bit when something's shortage. We change in better meat, higher quality meat. Maybe we have to cost more, but you save and keep the quality always the same. What's been the most difficult thing to keep consistent? You think? Chef. Really? Huh? Chef. Absolutely. Like, is there always like new chefs around, or is it always? No, I think. It's hard if you want to do it right. You have to do it yourself. So I'm kind of slave and always stay in the kitchen and make sure everything's on point. Because everybody, even though you have the ingredient written up, listed, some people like to do a little bit heavier on their hands. It's the habit and the caring. If you care enough, doesn't matter you a business owner or just a worker. You will do the best you can. So I think chef is the most challenging for me. So, you, oh, you're the chef here. I hate to say that I'm a chef because I'm not, but I'm always there to help out and make sure everything on point. Gotcha. Is it a thing where 
it doesn't look like it around here. Is it like a, a, a staffing shortage thing, or is it just like it's hard to let go of? This seems like it's your baby, and it's hard to let go of your baby and put it in someone else's hands. No right. one else would even ever think of doing that, you know, in real life. Is that kind of what your the dilemma is? It's like it feels like it's your baby, and it's just kind of hard to give that up, or is it like no, no. one's going to do it right unless I do it, so i got to do it? No. It's even though we hire a very high-quality, high-priced chef in place from the beginning, it's still not right. Gotcha. I'm very have very tight tolerance. Everything has to be the way that I want it. So it's kind of I need to find someone that just like me to watch in everything, make sure everything is right on point, bring it to the table for my customer. I rather that get the problem catch and fix it in the kitchen before I bring it to the table, give it to my customer. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that's the biggest thing with a restaurant, right, is, is keeping customers happy, but also catching a lot of the things in restaurants could be caught two seconds before it goes out and anyone would ever even see it. I mean, that's kind of the whole point of, exactly. you know, a d- double set of eyes on everything. And exactly. Yeah, I'm sure that gets tiresome trying to run the business and the actual, like, food part of what you're trying to do. That seems like just a lot of sleepless nights. I mean, it, it, how stressful is it for you to, to do all this? Very stressful. From the very beginning, when we grand opening, I got to tell you the second day of the grand opening. That night, I was literally finished my 12-hour shifts because the first day that we opened, we have overwhelm of customers came in. It's new business. Everybody want to check it out. But our kitchen is not ready. The head chef who handling maybe underestimate how we run the business. So I have to be there helping out the kitchen and get it going. So the end of the night, I literally just sat down on the floor and lean on the refrigerator and just cry. I'm like, who in the world want to open a restaurant? Me. It's, it's, it's very stressful. What made you want to open a restaurant in the first place? Why did you want to be a, a businesswoman? I always want to be taking care of my own business, have my own business. In fact, before I opened this restaurant, I was a business owner um, doing import and export aluminum in China. That was back to 2005 to 2008. Gotcha. And then you came to California 2008? Is that when you came I to moved, Reading? Or? No, I, I mean, 2008 I came visit, but... I moved to Reading 2010. Gotcha. And why Reading? I mean, like you said, when you got here, the first year you said it was, <laughs> you know, miserable. I'm sure the heat and a lot of other things, you know, lack of uh, food and just kind of resources and, and dieting and whatnot was challenging for you. But why Reading of it's all places? It's a strange place that I came to. It's from marriage. I'm married to my business partner who I met in China. We're doing business together. And then we... Just a human being full in love, and uh, I marry him, and I'm willing to be moved to the country that I never come to. Yeah. It's challenging. Yeah, for sure. What's the biggest culture shock coming from China to America? I mean, and this isn't even, 
when people think of uh, other places, and I, I'm sure us as Americans have the problem, you know, we think of China, we think of Beijing, you know, people think of America, they think of New York, maybe LA, you know, Hollywood, but what has been the biggest culture shock for you coming from China to what we call Northern California and, and just the heat and everything? I mean, what, what's the biggest thing that you went through that you're like, I didn't expect that? Food. <laughs> it goes back to the food. I mean, I can see I that, I love though. food. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. Um... I think the most difficult thing is when I moved to here, I have no family. My ex-husband's now. He is the only one that I have. Um, food has been very challenging because I was homesick. I miss my food so much. So I have to cook at home. Cooked the way that how I like it, how I want it. Because I can't find anything just like that. Unless that you go to a big major city like San Francisco to get some good, authentic Chinese food. Is Maybe the- California just doesn't have it. I don't <laughs> yeah, care I where I go. Same sauce for everything. That's the Chinese food that I can get. Why I want to go out to eat that? That I can cook something better than that at home. So I was homesick. Yes, the heat is kind of very hot. It's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it is. Yeah, the, I mean, it, it is for everyone. The first year was the highest heat. That day was 119, my friend. That's my, hot. Yeah, my frit froth is about melt to the ground. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, That's hot. Yes. And I moved from a kind of surrounded by big city, my town, um, so everything is more like a big city, always busy, restaurant doesn't close until midnight, all that. So when I moved here, 8 o'clock at night, I was like, what's going on? Where's people? Why everything shut down? Something's wrong. But it's just um, very small town and quiet. Yeah. Um, but later on, when I get everything used to it, I kind of like this town. I love the environment all surrounded in Reading. You have the lake, you have the mountain. I love the nature. And I like most of the people who live in this town are very cool. They are more <laughs> mellow. Yeah. And not as rushed, you know what I mean? In the big city, the red light just literally turned into green light. People will honk at you. Yep. Yep. In China, yeah. even worse. If you don't cut off people, drive like a idiot, then you will never leave the traffic light. <laughs> That's wild. You will have millions of cars and bicycles and motorcycles back to the day when I still live there. Travel through, you know what I mean? It's difficult. Right. Right. I mean, that's a great point you bring up because people think it's really bad here in America. There's only maybe about 350 million people in China. There's easily over a billion people that live there. Um, So, I mean, yeah, the traffic's always just going to be more congested and feel more so that way. You bring up San Francisco. George and I love San Francisco. This podcast loves San Francisco. So do I. Is that the only place, maybe not only place, is that the closest place you think you could go to get that home cooking that you kind of long for or even that culture, go to Chinatown and stuff like that? Do you, do you long for that? Or are you kind of used to the, the new way of, how, of doing things, you think? Just in your life. Uh, Sacramento maybe has one or two places like that. It just maybe San Francisco is a little bit more population of Chinese or Asians around. 
Right. And they've been there longer than American, I think. You're so. right. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> Maybe most of people don't know, but. Yeah. Oh, they should know. Yeah, absolutely. That is a real thing. I want to ask you about this. And this this is a big, big topic. I knew this would be the one that I think George enjoyed this the most last time and whatnot. The food people eat and dieting and, and even plant-based food, you know, whatever that means, whatever that is, it, it seems like these days. Why is that such a, a big deal to you in the first place and just the passion for, for food and whatnot? Why is that something you're so passionate about? Was it like something that you knew you were good at as a kid, maybe cooking food or? Passionate about it. First of all, I started cooking when I was seven, not by choice, just because you have to do it. Uh, second of all, like I said, when I moved to Redding, California, I just don't understand why everything tastes one sauce. The meat quality tastes like frozen food. Even though you pay for a good amount of money, I don't like to mention ma- name of the restaurant, but everything tastes frozen. I want a place that like this that have fresh food and you need have the real culture of food. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, what do you think kind of lacks as far as, well, I mean, there's a lot of things that lack here in Reading, but what do you think it lacks as far as just, um, you know, uh, uh, an American diet or what, what us Americans think of as far as being healthy or, you know, big plant-based food and stuff like that. I remember last time we came in and talked to you, you were saying, um, I forget what you got, George, but it was like some sort of bowl that had like 15 different veggies in it and all these different things for your, your heart and all that. It was just a, such a great conversation. And I, I don't want to rehash that because I don't, I don't like doing that in life, but kind of maybe just talk about that again, because it was educational for me. It, you know, it taught me, you know, you're talking about just like broths and, and different things that it'll, it'll clean heart valves and, right. you know, thyroid problems and, and stuff like that. And I mean, I guess, I guess my first question in this would be, what would be one of the healthiest things people could come into Taroko in particular and, and order? So a lots of stuff that at our restaurant is actually will be good for you. First of all, I'll talk about ginger, ginger root. Everybody's good for your digesting. And not just that, there's a lots of value in ginger root. Garlic, garlic is, first of all, is um, natural probiotic for your system. There's a lots of stuff that's good for you, like kimchi. I know it's not a big friend of kimchi, a lot of people, but fermented food is natural probiotics and also good for your digesting system. Um, Miso, there's a lot of mm. stuff that's good for you. Um, just talking about like American diet, I think it's the culture that you have, what you used to cook at home. Um, maybe because you guys are too busy, everything microwaved. Maybe that's one of the reason or problem for uh, American. And cheese maybe a little bit too heavy oh, for I'm your digestion. You. Cheese is just <laughs> awful. Cheese is terrible. I'm with, I already know you hate cheese. I don't. I never ever see the point in cheese when anyone puts that in their body. I just well, don't honestly, it. when I get used to it, I like a little bit. Not all the time. When okay. I first moved here, I don't used to have milk or cheese in my digestion system. So every time I eat cheese, I get sick. Very sick. Yeah, I'm sure. And uh, I think for the restaurant industry in Reading, lots of people doing American style of Asian food. 
it's for business wise, maybe easier to get into American. They kind of used to it. That's how it tastes. So for us, it's kind of difficult. For Toroko, it's very difficult because we're doing authentic food. So it's not Americanized Asian food. A lot of people don't even know what that dish supposed to be. So I have seen a lot of comments or from the beginning of opening, some people that talking about we are serving packaged food or frozen food. It does hurt, hurt my feelings that how much effort I put into it. Um, but I would like to clarify or even invited people who think that we are serving packaged food. Come to my kitchen. Let me walk through the kitchen with you or come work with me making wontons and making all the sauces and making all of the fresh salads that we made. And just come work with me and go through the kitchen and tell me is we are selling packaged food, frozen food. Okay, there's no offense that everybody have their own opinion, like I said. But for the culture that we have, how much herb that we put into the food and the dishes are so different than all of the Chinese food or Asian food restaurant in town. It's challenging. I would like to introduce to every one of them in town what is authentic Chinese food tastes like. Honestly, I'm not doing 100% of uh, authentic. Just for example, some culture that we have is kind of a little bit difficult for you guys to use to it. I'm Hold, sure. Yeah. So talk about chicken. You guys eat chicken with just no bone, no skin, right? Right. So the Toroko chicken, original, bones and all, whole chicken. How I can put something on the menu that has so much bone for you guys to chew on? You might don't like it. So we have to change it up a little bit, just using chicken tenderloin instead of whole chicken. But the right. whole ingredient the same, just the meat-wise, we kind of changing up a little bit. So it is not 100% authentic. If I want to do it 100% authentic, maybe this town is need a little bit more education and people get to know the food culture behind to understanding why you have to eat the bone. You're not eating the bone. It's just more flavorful when you cook them. Why you want to eat chicken bone broth? Well, I was going to say, the, the chicken bones have the marrow, right? The whole point is that you're supposed to like, like suck the marrow out or something, or you eat the bone marrow or something, right? Or you, it's like really good for you. Isn't that a thing with it's chicken bones and whatnot? Chicken bones and you cook them in broth is better while you then you eat them. Okay. It's hard and sharp. It's not good for your teeth. Right, yeah. <laughs> I okay. don't want to... I don't want you to break your tea and go home and try, okay? <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. Um, yeah. What's another thing here that you find it's hard for writing to kind of understand or get behind? You bring up the chicken and using different parts of the chicken. What, what's another dish or another thing that you guys serve where you're like, how do people not know about, uh, is there anything like that? A dish where it's like, I really thought people would have went for that. I mean, have you guys had to change up the menu at all since you opened? Has there been things that you've tried that haven't really worked? I mean... 
I haven't changed too much of、uh, on the menu. However, I do improve a little bit better for my kitchen sauce rights.、Um, make the taste a little bit more big, better, stronger. Like a lot of people was comment talking about our Taiwanese beef noodle is not spicy enough,、um, not beefy enough. So lately, my Taiwanese spicy beef noodle soup are on point. Uh, so delicious, and the way that how I like it. However, for the spicy, I kind of stay in the mild to middle because everybody's have different taste bud. They accept or take the spice different. If I make it too spicy, not everybody can handle it, right? Right. If you want more spicy, you can always add some more spice into your soup, and we do provide that. Where do you guys, where do you guys get your ingredients and whatnot? Because I figure some of the stuff. I mean, sure, you can find it through、um, what Cisco. I think is a big food distributor here here in the country and whatnot. I'm sure you know Saladinos and stuff like that. You can find stuff, but. How how tough is it to find some of these ingredients that you're looking for? Do things have to be imported for you guys? Do you have to? Okay, so、yes. they have to be imported. Okay, some of them from Japan and some of them from China, of course. But、um, like I said, I has been working for Kobe for so long, so I kind of have a lots of contact.、Um, mm. Some companies that located in Sacramento, they do carries a lots of.、Um, Ingredients for Chinese food or Asian food.、Um, we do have some Japanese dishes. So, as Kobe, that have sushi is a Japanese restaurant. So, that's not too hard for me to find for Japanese product. But has been very very challenging since COVID. Even though it's kind of back to normal, but we still not normal. Right. We say it's normal. It's not. It's not normal. It's not the way it was. It never will be.、Uh, yeah, nah, I don't. Never will be. I don't want to say is this is the new normal for us. Right. I hate that term. Because I don't want to take that word. What is new normal? What is old normal? Normal is normal, isn't it? <laughs> yes. We talked about this last time too, and I just we just change、awesome. our standard to meet the new normal. Yep. Why we change? Us to meet in the new normal. A lot of people would say it's because they were told to change. They they, they were told to change.、Uh, I I think I kind of know the road you're you're going.、Um, I don't know if we want to go there just yet, but you want to go? You think we go there? Just I don't even know how to kind of get us into this. We were here last time talking about basically just. A lot of what you feel what personally is just like a lot of misinformation and news. You feel like someone that kind of came over here to America. There's a lot of you just see a lot of, for lack of a better term, a lot of like BS and a lot of just like you think a lot of the stuff's bullshit over here, and and, and that's totally fine because it is.、Um, a lot of it is and whatnot, and you just have a hard time deciphering and and you, I forget kind of the the what was the exact point, George, of what we were talking about last time. I mean, what was the Yeah. Like if people are sheep and and listening to false information and、uh, falling in suit, whereas、um, people talk real、um, real problems and real solutions. And you said your、uh, your boyfriend or husband husband was really into that、uh, information. Yes, always fed you. 
Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. I try to not talk about too much of political. Gotcha. Hey, we don't have to if you don't want to. <laughs> I mean, everybody have their own opinions, right? Yeah. Doesn't mean that I disagree. Then you have to listen to me, or doesn't mean that you agree with something that I have to listen to you. You have your own mind and own research. Just don't listen to what people said as truth. Listen it with your own heart. See it in your own eyes. Then you said that's true or not. You decided. I don't want to be a sheep because when you tell me I need to jump or listen to something or new normal or what's that about, I'm not gonna do that, right? Right. Just like people tell me how to run my own business, you should do this. You should、yep. do that. How many people you can listen? Correct. Right. <laughs> yes. There's so many comments on the reviews and talking about the food problem. If first of all, when I see the comment, I would check myself first. I would check out the kitchen. I would check out my dishes. Make sure that we don't have that problem. But some comments that just based on what they know, based on what they understand in the culture of the food, to say this is not real Asian food. Am I going to listen to that? It, it, it sounds offensive. Be,、yeah. I mean, am I needs to change everything that they said? No. But I will do everything I can to do the best dishes to provide it to my customer, because I think this is very important. I'm nobody in this town. I'm not a millionaire. I'm not a important politician. Politician. Right. Important people. Uh, uh, I'm just. Reporter, right. I'm just your neighborhoods. You know. Your neighbor next to you. I'm nobody. I'm just one hardworking person. Try to be do my own business, and try to improve better food for everybody for this community. I want Reading know what is real food, what is real Asian food tastes like. So, I mean, a lot of people have different opinions. I can't just listen to all of the voices. Right, it drive you、right. nuts. Well, yeah, but it's not just that. Are they all correct? Do they have misinformation? Well, I'm sh- I'm assume that you have your own opinions. So just make sure that you check yourself and do your best part. I love that. I like that. I want to ask you. Bring up the big city. You bring up that you want to bring a, a an Asian feel to downtown Reading. Where? Do you have like an exact, I guess,、uh, motivation for this place? Was it an exact like? Do you go through demo models and look at what you want to do? I mean, what was the exact motivation for just like the little chandeliers and just the type of chairs and stuff? Because I, I can even tell the the floor is different material than other places I go here in town. What was the backdrop for this? What, what motivated you to open up something that looked like this? So, I do have three partners. We all wants to have a place.、Um, Looks modern, but Asian. Feels like you are in a big city, and have a very unique place for you to relax and enjoy your food. And then we found、um, a very good designer at Down South, and this is where this whole design come from. Gotcha. We have our own opinions. What we want, like. A wall that 
uh, on the other side looks like bricks and I mean, this is a wall that I really have a picture on my phone from China. Really? That's that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's probably like two, three hundred years old. That's awesome. But this one is not. It's, right. It's modern. <laughs> I can't right. move 300 years old stuff to the United States. That would be a long process. I mean, it, it looks vintage, though. I mean, it looks kind of yeah. what you were going for, you know, and, and, and throwing it back. So did you say big city feel? Is that big city feel? You know, we bring up Sacramento, San Francisco. What do you want this place to feel like when you walk into it in particular? Do you want to feel like Chinatown, San Francisco? Do you want to just feel like any big city, you know, USA or China. I mean, like, what is the, what do you want how, it to feel? Or, or, how about Hong Kong? Hong Kong, okay. Hong Kong is my favorite city. I've never been, but I, I would love to go someday. Yeah. I would love to go. It's very crowded. Way too many people in the island, but um, I love that. It's just beautiful there. If you have a chance, go visit. You will in love with Hong Kong. Because I love San Francisco, like just everything about it, just Chinatown, just right. Alcatraz, the Golden Gate, you know, the landmarks. But just, you know, if you do stuff besides just the regular tourist stuff, you really find out the character of, of a place and whatnot and, and Hong Kong and, and just other continents in general. I never left America. So I would love to leave America one day and go explore and go do some other stuff. So that's awesome. I, I love the recommendation. Thank you for that. I want to ask you, actually... Real quick, let's take a break. When we come back, I'll have some more questions for you. We'll talk about just starting a business. We'll talk about dealing with record inflation running the business as well. Um, and then just a couple other things. But we'll play a couple of ads. We'll be right back. This episode of the Blake Mayfield Podcast is brought to you by Rebel Fit Company. At Rebel Fit, you'll find state-of-the-art gym equipment, a dry sauna, and the one and only posing room nicknamed the Ego Room. Rebel Fit also offers classes for those interested in kickboxing, has a PS5 to use once you're done with your workout and just want to chill, and a podcast room where you can record your journey, whether it be weight loss or life. Visit Rebel Fit Company at 161 Loka Street off of Athens Avenue in Reading. No contracts, no hidden fees, and a chance to transform your health. Come in and sign up today. This episode of the Blake Mayfield Podcast is brought to you by Spring Gulch Farms. If you're sensitive to certain food but still have that sweet tooth, Spring Gulch Farms has you covered with their dairy-free, soy-free, and gluten-free treats. Whether it's the delicious peanut butter bars with oats, brownies made with lots of TLC and no gluten or dairy, or their limited-time, brand-new, gluten-free, dairy-free chocolate crackle cookies, Spring Gulch Farms has you covered. Follow Spring Gulch Farms on Instagram and Facebook to get the latest updates and stop into Black Rose Coffee and Tea in Reading, Cafe Calico in Anderson, or Country Market in Happy Valley to try one of these delicious snacks today. You won't be anything less than satisfied. All right, guys, and we are back. So I don't know if George wanted to ask Rain anything. Um, if not, I have some questions over here, but do you have anything you wanted to? Oh, it's all on me? Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, let's get back into this. Starting a restaurant business in 2022, with record inflation, inflation's at a 40-year high, hasn't been this high since November 1981 when things went up to as high as 15% compared to the year beforehand. Um, things are currently at 9%, as that's what they say to us. I think it's a hell of a lot more. I just, that's me personally. It's just a feeling I got. But what has it been like for you? I mean, you're a business owner, you're a restaurant owner, and you're opening a building. You know, rent prices, home prices, highest they've ever been. Food, it's like the highest it's ever been, especially for meat. You know, you say you want quality meat. I know. I, I used to be a butcher over at Sprouts, and there's grass-fed steaks and stuff like that over there. Good meat, like you're saying, not cheap at all. And I, I, I know you know that. What has it been like dealing with 
the inflation and just the, the record prices while also trying to open a brand new restaurant in, in Reading? What has that been like? Stressful, difficult. Um, so I don't know everybody understand this building and this restaurant has been delayed for two years. So when we first started, it was a car fire. Mm. So we ran into the situation that uh, labor's problem and also uh, contractors. It's just because everybody tried to rebuild their home. So we don't have contractors. <laughs> gotcha. So that put us behind. And then COVID hit. Right. And even worse. So everything is kind of on hold. Not just labor-wise, material-wise. As we know, as American, a lot of material imported. I don't understand why we don't make our own, but leave it to somebody that have more power to thinking about that. It's, you know, I, <laughs> absolutely, it's I my concern, but there's absolutely, I, I can do nothing for it. It's not your problem, right? It is our problem. Don't say it's not my problem. It is my it's problem. It's our concern. But it's our concern. It's our problem. It's my problem. But... Like I said, I'm not an important person that talk about politics or get this problem fixed. Right. But how we can make our own product when you have so much land and laborers are looking for job that you cannot make your own material? My big question. But anyway, so material shortage, labor shortage. Um, equipment shortage put us this project has been delayed for two years it was miserable because everything increased our budget double it up just because right. COVID doubled up that's wild that's two, wild yeah. in two years time that's just wild. materials not even labor yeah that's not even yep. yeah that's not even getting to the food or the labor or anything absolutely it's insane, but we already started, and we cannot let it just empty and stop. Right. So we have to just deal with it. It is what it is. How did you guys get the space? Because I think you told us last time there's people that live upstairs. How do you, how do you get the space from the city or get the licenses to like have a restaurant below where people like where people live? I know it's like a normal thing in big cities, but I just I'm from. I'm from here, so it's not a normal thing to me. How do you? How does that work? How do you go about that? This space, um, this building is owned by my boss from Kobe and also mm. one of my partner. Gotcha. That's how okay. we uh, get this locked down. <laughs> gotcha. That's how you got all the space. Okay, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything? Or I mean, you're just so driven, Raina. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. And I just want to know, who are you outside of your company? You know, you're a mother of one, right? Yes, sir. And what, what do you do on your off time when you're, you know, I don't have to stress about what's going on at work, how to make a new product and have to get your liquor license. What do you do outside of here that defines rain where, you know, like your family loves you for it, you know, you know, you love having fun and doing your thing? I don't have much of free time, unfortunately. I'm a type of person that when I into something, I 110% focus. For example, like... Um, this is my baby. Toroko has so much challenges when we're opening. Ever since I haven't stopped 
to dealing with problems and、um, improve my dishes. I do have a day off, which means is、um, when I stay in home, still answering the phone calls or text message. But、right. I like to、um, listen to a lot of real news. Get to know what is going on in the whole world, not just us. Right. Just because I have a family, still living whole family, still in、uh, China. My daughter is the only one that I have with me in United States.、Um, not just COVID, but has been I has been pay a, a lots of attention what's going on in the whole world. This is probably the best interest, besides try to create new dishes or how to run my business. Th- that's your best interest is just kind of wondering what's、know. going on and educating. Yes. Yeah, yes. I think everybody should pay attention what's going on. Right, you live in the country that having so much problems, and you have to pay more to live. So shouldn't you pay attention? I would、mm. think. I would think. Not maybe just me that's so sensitive and concerned, but yeah, do you have to pay to leave China? Not pay to leave China. What's that mean? Well, I, I thought you said that you it costs more to leave than it does to to to. I, I thought you were saying it costs more to to leave China and come to America than it did. To, I, I thought you were saying something like that. Oh、uh, no! Oh, my no, apologies. No. Okay, gotcha. Well, let's talk about this, Rain. Your thoughts on downtown Reading? I mean, you guys right in the middle of you know downtown, right in the heart of it, right across from Damburger and all the banks and you know the. I remember over here, Memory Lane. My grandma used to always go over there all the time and whatnot, the antique place. So, what has it been like to kind of see the city? And it sucked because you guys weren't open for the first couple of years that you wanted to be, you know, during COVID. But what has it been like over the last two to three years, watching downtown Reading transform and knowing that you eventually get to be a part of it, and now being able to be a part of it? I mean, how exciting has that been? For you and your business partners, honestly, I I am very happy to see the downtown Reading development. Has been amazing that seeing so many new buildings and new business booming. But we ran into the situation that there's so many homeless sleep around your buildings. Yeah. And、uh, just、uh, about a month ago, we have a couple staff that who parked the car at the city park parking lot. At night, got broke into.、Um, we have homelesses sleep next to our door, so something like that. But so, after then, that the downtown Reading has, I think, they're doing pretty good. It looks great. It looks phenomenal, like compared to what it used to look like. Absolutely. So、yeah. I lived here for twelve years now.、Uh, downtown Reading have have been improved a lot and. Honestly,、um, happy to see that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I I think it's cool just because the jail isn't the tallest building anymore, and that's been something that you know I, I'm from here, so it's like when the jail is your tallest building, and people kind of know that. You know, maybe not down south and whatnot, but just like in Chico and even Sacramento and stuff. You know, it is kind of embarrassing. It's like, man, like you know, there's enough inmates to fill it, which is embarrassing, and then there's enough to like. Make it a, a thing. So the fact that we have the new courthouse, new businesses like you guys moved in,、um, and just all sorts of stuff, just you know, down on Market Street, all sorts of little businesses you can just hop right in, and you would never know it's there unless you went into it. But、um, I think it's a great thing. I, I like it a lot. Do you have anything, George? I only have one more 
One more question for good old Rain over here, man. Is, oh, what are you eating over there, by the I'm way? I'm eating the chicken nuggies, so your daughter oh, you got suggested. The chicken. <laughs> yeah, she said. You mean the Taiwanese popcorn chicken? That's what you meant. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, but that tastes great. Uh, amazing sauce. Um, all in-house. I- I'm going to let you go your question first. Sure. So I, I just thought of one. What's your personal favorite dish here? If there's one dish you can recommend to a brand new customer. Oh, man. What would there's, you recommend? There's so many, but twist my arms. The Korean kalbi bowl. Mm. Not just because I homemade them myself. <laughs> just because, honestly, I like the favorite. The reason that I create that um, dish, because anytime that I have companies and you know friends and come over to my house for a barbecue, that's the dish that I will make for 20 people. But the meat that... At home, I use in the short rib, have the bone. Here, mm. I use in short rib chunk. More higher quality meat, just because we have a high end place. I want the meat to have higher quality. But the favorite and marinated, all the seasoning, mm. just like how I make it at home, my friend. That's awesome. Just like years ago, when I first moved here, lots of people asked me, um, what good Chinese food restaurant that you'd like to go? I was like, Rain's Kitchen. <laughs> I know I can cook, but I never imagined myself be a chef in a restaurant, but I guess this is just no choice I have to. You know, I, I want to ask you, and if you don't like them, if you try them, we can move on. Have you ever tried Peter Chu's Skyroom at the Reading Airport? Yes. Okay. I, I don't know if you tried them or not. Um, I know they're a, a pretty good Chinese place. I've never been there. Have you ever been there, George? I never. I hear I think, it's amazing. I think the one time I was going to, it was closed. I know Trump went there when he came for the rally. Him and his team all went to Peter Chu's, and, and they no had this, like a picture of them in there. Yeah, oh, yeah. I need to talk to Trump. He need to come visit me. <laughs> so you like Trump? Well, I don't want to be a Trumpist on the social media, but a lot of things that he do it right. But, of course, I can't speak in behalf of uh, what is his past and all that, but a lot of stuff that he has been improved when he was a president. So, Yeah, I feel like uh, no human's perfect, but he's a great businessman and knows how to run a country. What do you think about that? Agree. I mean, well, I, it's as simple as looking at the supply chain. I mean, look how look, – and I know COVID happened, right? But – and it happened under him. Fair. But just the way we were able to make money – and, and and not only – we always talk about getting stuff from China and Japan, import, you know, Thailand, Taiwan. We were shipping a lot of stuff out as well. I mean, the country was doing phenomenal, the economy. Um, and, look, I know that he could be an asshole. I know he could say terrible things. I know he could say racist things. And he, and he could say some pretty, pretty you know, colorful language. But there's also, like you said, business-wise, I think it's also good to have someone who is – Maybe kind of an asshole run the country because it shows that we have some backbones. When you go see guys like Putin, guys, you know, like that, it's, there's some sort of respect level there. It's not like, you know, they can just go do whatever they want. Like they are right now invading other oh, countries. Yeah. And and for the sake of what, you know, grain, oil, to make sure we stop stockpiling weapons there. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of what the whole Ukraine thing's about, if people didn't know. But, um, you know, that's another conversation for another day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his unit, um, I mean, he's quite a character. He is. And I wouldn't call myself, I'll be honest with you, I couldn't vote in 2016, I wasn't old enough. 2020, I didn't vote for him or Biden. Um, so I wouldn't call myself a, uh, like a, a, a Trumper, a Trumpster, whatever you want to call it, a Trump fan. Um, but look, there's some stuff that he did that 
I mean, I'll, I'll get behind on this podcast right now. I don't care. You know, like there's some and there's some stuff he did where it's like I I can't. I just cannot do it. You know, but we just only agree to what is right, what is not right, right? So when you see the economy is better, must be doing something right, right? Right. So he's a businessman. You run in a country, doesn't it? Just like running a business, right? How to make the company better? How to make your business better? Right. It's true. But also needs to be have the heart in place to look it out for your people. Just for example, when I run in this place, I can be an asshole sometimes, but everybody does, right? You right. all have that moment. But when you talk, I mean, I'm a pretty real person. I don't cover up my words. When I mean something, I mean something. That's yeah. probably just how he talk. I mean, I like to bring it up the wheel side of me how I talk, but uh, maybe it's too much on the camera. But <laughs> hey, you can say anything you want on the podcast, just so you know. But but people who does know me. All my customer that who I have been served for many years, I'm a very realistic person. I don't have the fake side of me. So I think maybe he just how he is. He likes to right. talk that ways, and you know somebody needs to be fired up and strong to run that country, isn't it? Or you better to have somebody just behind the curtain. Well, that's what I was going to say. With, with Trump, I mean, we, we, we call him a jerk, call him an asshole, say he did all this stuff, and, and he did a lot of stuff. But I do feel when push comes to shove, when, when the chickens come home to roost, right, I do think he cared more than Biden does. I just do. I just think he cared a little more about the people and how things were going compared to these guys now. They're getting their checks. They're in their jets. Things are going the way they are for you guys, not I for me. I think we... Trump wasn't like that, in my opinion. <laughs> Like I said, everybody has their own opinions. <laughs> Let's just don't yes. judge in it or who is doing better, who is not. I think the public as American have their eyes open, ears open. And what we experience right this moment, we all know what's going on. Just keep your minds and ears open. Don't let the social media or the mainstream media to fool you. Same thing like how I run my own business and how I try to improve Toroco's dishes better, uh, better customer service. Let's just don't judge in it. Let's just have your eyes and ears open and do your best, right? Absolutely. So I don't want to say who's doing better, but honestly, people probably might know by now. <laughs> Has Joe uh, Biden done anything? <laughs> what has he done? George, I can't let you go full Republican on there. Oh, I so can't. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm well, we gotta do, but I know you're not a Republican. <laughs> okay, what does he uh, say again? What does he. Has he done anything pro? Pull us out of Afghanistan. Shit show, right? Terrible the way he did, but he did do that. Um, he, he did do another uh, spending bill last year when he first got in. Like he said, he would say, I give another $1,400 stimulus. Everyone got 1400 bucks. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm not saying it's good or okay. bad, but I got those two things. Besides that, I don't really. What else he delivered on? Oh, he gave us um, Katanji Brown Jackson. He said he would nominate a, a black woman to the Supreme Court for the first time ever in our history. He did do that. So I mean, you know, I would like that. to stop you right there, though. So when 
The government have to give you money to leave. What that tells you? When they were giving out all the people say it's free money or the it's not free money. Isn't that free? It, <laughs> it's there's no way it's free money because look at inflation. Nothing's free, and and California is doing another stimulus check. Are you free? I think I have free dumbs. Not when I say free dumb, I think I have free dumbs that people in other countries simply don't have, and for that I I am appreciative. Am I free? No. I think I have more freedoms, and I think it's offensive to say I'm not free compared to how I see other people and and lifestyles. And you know, you look at communist countries and stuff like that, or just you know other totalitarian governments. It's very unfair. They treat their citizens. You know. I think we should everybody work hard. Don't just stay at home and waiting for the government hand you money. There's so many jobs out there. Why we have so much homeless or people that still waiting for the government give them money、It's、to、weird. leave? It's a lot. There's a lot of homeless. Why is、people. that? Sad. I mean, like I said, I'm now nobody.、Um, I can't speak in behalf of this town how we run the city.、Um, there's a lots of problem that we have. When you have jobs everywhere, but. Homeless everywhere as well. Homeless than worker does. Yep. So that's a big question mark.、Um, I'm here trying to do my own, and you know, I'm here to talk about my business and、um, how to do the food better. But there's more concern as a business owner, or who live in this town should be concerned. Why we have so much homeless around? Well, it sounds like it's a real problem for you because it, I mean, they're harassing your workers, right? I mean, breaking into cars and stuff like that. And yes, it is. I mean, they just—you guys have, you know—is、uh, it panoramic windows or, or, or the how they are? And they go all the way around the building, so you can see these people walk all the way around your building. I mean, do you ever feel unsafe in here? Do your workers feel unsafe or your customers? So, a few years ago, I think a couple years ago, when I still、um, always work in a Kobe, we actually have. Window broken. Three o'clock in the morning.、Um, so it is a problem. The whole downtown. There's so many business got broke into, and maybe they're not taking anything from you. Just people that、um, in drugs, intoxicated,、right. who live on the street, and they just want to create drama and problems.、Um, but that does cause business owner to fix it. So. It is my concern,、um, safety-wise. Yes. Some people that you know, as as a restaurant business, you you closing late. So kind of one of my concern of my coworker, they cannot leave alone. Has to be two or three people all live together. It is a concern for safety-wise. So I think.、Um, There's more improvement for homeless problem. Do you have anything? So,、uh, on an earlier part of Michael Johnson, we're talking solutions for for you know、uh, the homeless, the, the drug addicts.、Uh, do you have any solutions you, you think would help, or, or like where you think that we should lean towards, or any ideas? Stop giving them free money. Get their butt back to work. When you have free money, you. why you want to go to work? 
if I make more sitting here, the, the, the what, the $600 a month or whatever that was, the, the first year of uh, COVID, I don't know if you guys remember, but there was like some government stipulation, maybe it was a California thing, people were making an extra $600 a month, an extra, on top of what, compared to what they were making working, they were making extra, because the benefits to help float them, and you know, everyone, millions of people lost their jobs in a matter of a week, you know, a matter of a couple of days, but nonetheless, that did set this precedent where now it's like, we have to like, care for them, and, and that... Look, I, I know people have, you know, mental health issues is a big thing. I know everyone's circumstances are a little different. Um, it is tough to wrap your mind around down here, you know, in, in Reading of all places, you know, a place where, um, and I mean, we're past point of politic in this out. It, it is more red. It is more, uh, I don't want to say anti the homeless or anti that, but there's not all these, it's not like San Francisco where they're all going to be there to help you. And there's these centers you can go do whatever you want then walk out and go smack. It's not like that. Like there's just community standards but i mean at the same time i mean like i'm seeing it something across the street right now <laughs> i'm like i don't know what's going on down here it's it's very odd i don't really know where i'm, I'm going with all this um did you have anything george or uh, uh, about that we could dip point back. or oh no not nothing that point nothing um on that paul paul you want to talk about san francisco with rain do you have any san francisco no questions? actually um she loves you, san fran so do we do you have any um i have been visit for a long time just I think the COVID thing stopping me to go visit because you have to have um, a piece of paper that approve that you have the vaccine or something like that before you can go eat. So while that the homeless can take a dump in front of the door, the you know. Um, no offense, how you run your city is not my concern, <laughs> but uh, I can just stop visiting until right. it's more comfortable. Stop spending you know I mean? money in your city and giving your city resources and money. and bit. I, Exactly. Uh, that's a powerful thing. People don't realize one person not taking their business somewhere. I mean, even, I mean, look, it doesn't have to be someone as rich as Elon Musk, but look at like if that guy was like, nope, no more business. He was the richest California resident and took his whole business to Texas. That's a big loss for a state. Tax-wise, making money off his taxes, putting that back into the economy, which is their pockets, um, you know, and whatnot. But yeah. Just like uh, any business, like a restaurant business, when you walk into the door, you are looking for good quality uh, food and good service and good environment. So you have, you do have your choice. Where's to go? Where's you spend your money at? Right. Right. Yeah. So doesn't matter where you go. You feel comfortable to go. Um, also, I uh, highly recommend sometimes you know. Um, Everybody coming to the restaurant, maybe they have something behind. As a server, needs to be a little bit more patient because, honestly, you have no idea what is behind this person. They might going through a lot, a lots of problems, a lots of uh, stress. So be patient with people sometimes. Yes, when you going through stage of problem you might react different so maybe sometimes people come in pretended like a butt hook but be respect and patient with people like this that. is actually my passion you know um i don't like to be treating people that way doesn't matter who you are you coming in i will try my best to give you the best experience. That's who I am. That's why 
I work for Kobe for so long, and so many customers that follow me. I'm very grateful. I am very grateful for who follow me for a long time. All those customers that become friends and family to me, they are imp- important to me. Every one of them come in, they are important to me. Not just the money, honestly, not just the money. I can do something else.、Mm. I can run something else. I, I think I can do pretty good beside restaurant. But、um, respect others. I think it's very these days. I think we lost it. Respect for each other. Respect in the hospitality and, industry. And patience. Yeah. And patience. Just don't be harmful to anyone. You know what I mean. It also sucks to see because I kn- I know in the hospitality industry, with、um, inflation and food prices going up, tips have come down. So it's almost like the restaurant, the customer thinks the restaurant is still doing just as well because they're charging more for the food. I could tip less when in reality, rea- both people are doing worse. The restaurant's doing worse because they're paying not only more than they were to feed you. You're also not giving their servers or whoever it is the amount of money that they would be getting, especially with inflation prices adjusted. Compared to the serve, you know what I mean. Compared to the food you're getting, or, or the price your food costs,、um, I, I know that's a big deal right now. People not getting as many tips as they were back, you know, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen range,、um, when the economy was flourishing. People were out and about. There was no such thing as COVID. No one ever, ever even thought of this stuff.、Um, it, it does feel like a, a big mess. I want to ask you about this. We haven't talked about Kobe's yet. What's the biggest lesson you think you learned working at, at Kobe's for ten、uh, years? You said nine years. I worked for Kobe for yes, eleven years. Eleven years, two thousand eleven. That's、I、awesome.、Worked. Yep. And、uh, to me, that's been probably the best restaurant here downtown. Not just saying that because you're here. That's been like the place where you. I mean, I think you'd agree. Birthday parties. Go to Kobe's for dinner. Twenty first birthday. <laughs> yeah, let's go get drunk at Kobe. Let's go.、Uh, what's it called?、Uh, sake, sake bomb. bomb. Yeah. <laughs> sake. <laughs> I mean, it's a fun. It's a very fun place. It it's is a very fun place. Yeah.、Um, the owner, she's. I cannot say more than enough that how much I appreciate her. That's awesome. Um, I know you want to always talk about my past, <laughs> where I'm coming from. I know I got that eye contact. <laughs> I guess.、Uh, I. What do you mean, you guess? <laughs> just say so. Yeah, just say so, George. Yeah, I'll, I'll say so. Yeah,、You'll、well, let me、so. know. I want to know the real you. I'm nobody. I'm just a person that、um, who lives in China for 32 years. I mean, I born and raised in China.、Um, I'm a bad student. I hate school. Mm. I am too. I was not good. I just like to everything. Just have my hands on and just keep going. I think that school probably just、uh, not the most interest for me. But I, do you think that I regret? Maybe, maybe not. But there's so many things that in life regret of. You know what I mean? I don't think there's anything to regret. I mean, when I look around, there's not. I, I think you're doing pretty well in life. You know, I think you say so as well. I mean, you don't have to have a college education to to do certain stuff. I feel like, but. Yeah. And cooking is one of them. You know, cooking you can do culinary school. You can do. I mean, or you just learn from mom and pop. I mean, you know, whatever it is. So yeah. yeah. Well, she didn't get school, but she's humble and hardworking. That's almost better, honestly. It is better. 
I mean, that is better. I agree. I have one more question for you, Ray, and we'll let you get out of here. What comes next in 2022 for Taroko, for you personally? Um, do you want to start maybe, <laughs> it's probably a lot to even think about, maybe another business down the line? I mean, you helped run Cobase for 11 years, just opened this place. What do you want to kind of get out there? What's a message you want that people are ready to hear? And what's something you want to maybe just promote as far as Taroko Asian Bar and Grill is concerned? I haven't have anything that in mind that open another business just because I want 110% to focus on Toroko. This is my baby. And uh, the food has been getting better and better and better. But we still very challenging. So my mind and my everything still focus on this business. I want to improve. I want to make sure this place that Everything comes out on the table are on point. Make my customer happy. I want people smile when they leave. This is the only thing I want to do for this community. Doesn't matter how hard this trail that I have to walk through, but it's my passion. As I like to go out to eat, I want to eat at a place that makes me happy. So this is what I'm trying to do for Toroko. I will do everything I can. Maybe do something fun. Um, actually, we are talking about maybe put Kobe burgers, Kobe steak burger on the menu. Oh, shit. Actually, I'm going to... Yes, sir. Wagyu beef? George can't get <laughs> enough of Wagyu. Well, George, but it's not the 5A Wagyu. It's American Wagyu. So some people ah. still confuse a little bit of the meat quality where they come Definitely from. Definitely a difference. So it's so different, my friend. That it's so A5 crazy. 5A <laughs> Wagyu, you can literally eat with a spoon. So it's... A steak with a spoon. <laughs> absolutely. It's literally melt in your mouth. Um, but the Wagyu's that we are going to put on the menu for the burgers is actually American Wagyu. Okay. So... Um, it's, still, it's good. It's different, but... I don't know how much that um, people would like to have a burger in an Asian restaurant, but I will do something fun. Um, you guys will know. Uh, we probably will have that dish on the menu. Maybe the fastest I can get this week or start oh, next wow. week. Okay. So actually, this afternoon, I'm going to try it out. Um, do something fun. Asian Sweet. style. We keep American style, just maybe some people still like that style, you know. Right, of course. But we'll do something fun, I promise. Um, the next dish, next thing that we are going to do, I want to have dim sum in this place. Do you guys like dim sum? I don't even know what that is. Do you know what that Let is? Let the lights dim sum? Drake said it. <laughs> Dude, you know what I'm talking about. George, that was such a girl. So, <laughs> I don't know what that is. What is that? I come from a place that from Canton province, okay? Dim sum is a very big thing. It's, it's like breakfast buffet. Everything's a, you Ooh. need a little tiny dishes to have like a, a chasso bao, only a couple of them, or like crystal shrimp dumpling. Mm, every yes. Oh so God. everything mm. just a small, small dish that won't fill you up, but every single dish is a unique favorite. Dim sum is a big thing in our town. I cannot talk enough about it. 
because I go yamcha, which means yamcha, we're drinking tea. That's just the culture. We always have、um, families and friends and sit together and have yamcha, sipping tea like you're drinking coffee, but you, with tea、right. instead, so you won't get coffee drunk.、Um, trust me, you still get tea drunk. Just、tea drunk? What's tea drunk? Certain thing, certain tea that you drink, like、um, green tea. When you have tea drunk and you feel like just alcohol drunk, you will throw up, dizzy, feeling weird. No shot. What do you mean? No, I. She's actually right because I literally a couple weeks ago at work bought one of those. Glass like organic black tea bottles with like a splash of lemon or whatever those、uh, Hubert's whatever it's called organic tea. My dumbass slammed the whole bottle because I get up at three a.m. for I do the same、day. thing. I, I drank the whole thing in the control room, dude. Once I got up, I had to go to the bathroom so quick. I didn't know why, but tea, yeah, does something in your body. It's like when you get like beer that's poured slow and like the stuff just sits in your stomach. It just it welts and and then. Yeah. Yes, so, so don't anyway, underestimate of tea. Don't the caffeine is just as strong as coffee. Just depends on what kind of tea. So you do get tea drunk, right?、Um, anyway, but talk about dishes. <laughs> yeah, I want to bring in dim sum. We are preparing、uh, right this moment. I try to get the sources and get all the dim sums in place.、Um, maybe start it something small just for Saturday Sunday brunch. It's coming、Ooh. up, my friend. It's coming up. This is will、Hell、be、yeah. our next special. We'll have dim sum set, like, almost like a set brunch that you can、uh, have the menu pick out four items. I don't know the prices yet, but I'm trying to nail it down in a couple days because I have to check with my supplier and see when we can get all the dim sums in place. But follow us, Toroko,、um, Facebook. Or Instagram, so you will know what is the next event,、um, what is good, what is a new dish coming out. I would love to do more videos, post it on the public to try to. I don't want to say I'm a pro for Asian food, just because I have the culture. I live in my, you know, China for thirty two years. I know what the dishes supposed to taste like. Maybe do a little bit of educations and get people know what it is expecting, so they kind of knowing what Toroko's food like. I think that、um, our menu is so unique.、Um, Reading doesn't have anything like that. We don't. That's、um, what, that's why I wanted to do this podcast because it was something that was so creative, and we don't have it here. But also, it's so challenging. We live in a very comfort zone. I would say, people who like to go to、um, chain company, they always get the same thing, right? Fast so, food, fast food, whatever it is, yeah. Whatever it is, pizza, yeah. You know what that is, then you will be more comfortable on the menu that pick out your item and and order it, right? So Toroko has so unique of menu. A lots of dishes that you can't even pronounce it. What is pai huang guo? What is this? <laughs> There was a lot of stuff. I was like, I can't even try to. <laughs> Lotus root. What is this about? <laughs> right. What do you eat root? Chinese. <laughs> I know it's funny. Chinese have over two thousand years of culture. Maybe even longer. We just don't know. 
didn't rediscover yet.、Um, but medicine being a very big thing for Chinese, so I grew up and learned a lot of、uh, herbal medicine because I don't have very good health when I was born. Kind of having a lots of health issues, so I kind of get into a lots of learning. I actually, when I was probably twenty five, I was follow a holistic doctor in China、uh, who study for Chinese medicine for decades.、Mm. So、I、kind of know a lots of、uh, root, what is good for your health. Kind of learning from because I'm sick. <laughs> right. Learning a lots of、uh, medicine. What is good? Food can be your medicine. Food can be your health. How we eat, what to eat, it's improved by your education. So maybe get into it and give us a little bit idea how we can eat more healthier. Not just plant based is good for you. I mean, no offense, okay. Doesn't mean people eat meat is not good, right? I mean, I have been a vegan for a few years just because I do have some health issue.、Um, so I went to a holistic doctor in town、uh, called Tree Alive, and they no longer exist anymore.、Um, the doctor want me to be a vegan, strict vegan. Before he will sign the paper and treat me, I was like, I need some help, so I have no choice. Let's do some vegan diet. So it's not just vegan diet or or meat diet or keto diets that help your health. Education yourself, get to know what is good. Plants, they have their own good value, not just the leaf or maybe the root, like ginger root. Right. Right. Turmeric, same thing. Too much same thing. There's so many things that's valuable. Go look at an orchard. Why they have so much of herbal medicine, herbal stuff than natural? Why we injected something chemical in your body that when you can have a chance to find something natural, improve your life and health in natural medicine. I know maybe some MD will hate me for that. There's no offense that, yes, Western culture medicine maybe cure you a little bit faster, but what is the harmful part that you didn't know? Right. Side effect that you didn't know. All of them. It's always all of them. All the commercials. It's it's oh fever, headache, suicidal thoughts. And it, they speed it up at the end. If all, if all of a sudden you're pregnant, it's like how do all these symptoms? Like there's no way I'm not taking that. There's no way. I mean, way. there's one pill maybe fix your headache, but there's five hundred affections <laughs> behind <laughs>、right. that. And it's yeah, yay, baby. It's like so will you do that? Just talking about headache. That's natural painkiller called Willow. Go ask Ultra. Why you take something that's so harmful for your body? I don't understand. So I want to do more dishes that good for humans' health. So maybe in the near future, I maybe fall time or something like that. I will do some dishes like soup, medicine soup、mm, that, that tastes great, tastes good with lotus roots, a bulldog, and all that good stuff. To cleanse your liver, just something that 
good value for your body instead of eating poison. Microwave food. Why you want to eat microwave food when you have a place that like Toroko? Right. And come on, look at it. Uh, prices that we have on our menu. Yes, some people still bitching about oh, it's so expensive. Expensive. <laughs> you go get a burger, a right. set a burger for twenty bucks. Right. Then you bitching about our menus expensive. That when we using real ingredient, do you want us to do a packaging food and frozen food that you will be happy with? If you want something cheap and bad for you. McDonald's. Right I don't want to say names, but <laughs> I'll say it for you. McDonald's is fine. <laughs> you know I mean, me. I'm not going to hear us. I, yeah. yeah, we don't need to talk about any brands yeah. or anything. It's That's your true. choice. What you eat inside of your body, what you take, it's your own choice. Like injects something bad to your body that you think will help. It's your choice. You got anything, George? I'm good, dude. I I went through all twelve of my questions. She's, she's getting me riled up. Go holistic ahead, dude. healing. Is there a way to holistically heal yourself through diet on a daily basis without having like a diet plan? Because you know when you're on the go and busy, how can I how can I uh, get the liver cleaner that? The gut killer. You know what I'm saying? You could always do something like kombucha or something. I'll well, let me see what you got. Right, you. right. So I think that eat more ginger and garlic raw. Anything is better raw. What, so what do you do? What, what's your? Give me a day of rains eating. Oh boy. I eat. Well, sometimes I eat like a rabbit. Just depends on how busy I am. I mean, first thing in the morning. Honestly, tell me what you eat in the morning. Um, protein bars like a Quest protein bar, two of them maybe. Donut, some jerky meat. Oh my god! That sounds very healthy for you. That sounds like an American diet. I mean, it's healthy for your soul, isn't it? It's just something that you, whatever you like, is make you happy. That's healthy for your mentally, but yeah. for your health, I can't. In, I just can't speak in behalf of how you want your diet. But cut off a little bit of processed food. Make your own fresh food. Um, that's probably better for you. I eat a lot of kimchi and. Um, but I heard you're supposed to get your grams of protein in your as your body weight. What do you how, What do you think about how can I get high protein, healthy wise, the holistic way with uh, with using all the cleaners? I think a lot of protein not just come from meat. Check it out, broccoli. That's kale. one of them. Dude, kale's got tons of protein. Exactly. Check out kale. Kale's yeah. good. I mean, just something that like very simple. Don't cook your food in a microwave, for heaven's sakes. Take a lot of. Take a minute. Food is important for you because what you eat and how your body respond back to you. So. Maybe, make something that homemade, not packaging food, fresh, more vegetable, more color of food is better for you. And more raw stuff is better for you, mm. like uncooked. Maybe just don't cook too long. So in our culture, so actually I learned a lot of food 
shouldn't be cooked too long. But in our culture, everything, a lot of stuff that cook too long. So I'm, really? Yeah, it's just uh, the way that how we grew up. For example, there's some medicine soup that's supposed to be cooked for hours and hours, hours. You cook all the ingredients out of it. Cooking it for hours and hours. Yeah, it's yeah. cooking too long. Right. But that's our culture, how we do. So I don't just let the culture teach me what is right. I do research. What is the right time? Like how long it cook? That's important too. And eat more raw stuff like salad. When you eat your salad, maybe put a little bit of fresh minced ginger and garlic in there. That will be good for there you. There you go. Do garlic. I mean, ginger too. And I 100% agree, but how would you do that if you're active on the go, on the road? Maybe, like, stop. Like, let's say I'm going to work. I go pick something up at Starbucks. Or, or, the, <laughs> or, or, or uh, <laughs> what's the Orchard Nutrition or Walmart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you Roots. know what I'm saying? Something real quick. Yeah. So maybe go through a juice bar, okay. a wrap. Something that have a lots of vegetables and right uh, over there? yeah, something that like uh, a lots of sprouts. Sprouts are very good value for your body. That's what I understand. But don't just listen to me. Don't just trust me. Research by yourself. Don't be a sheep. <laughs> I hear you talking, there. talking that shit. <laughs> okay. I love it. I love yeah, it. Rain's so unique. Great talking to you. Look, Rain. I wish I could lie to you and say I have a whole another. I asked you all the things I wanted to ask. I, I, do you have anything else that you want to... I need to go a little... T- do, do you know no. um, the Brittany Griner story? No, I don't. I was gonna, <laughs> that's why... <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I didn't figure she would know about any of the sports. Brittany Griner's the, the basketball star that's over in Russia right now. That's, oh. That's locked up. Yes. Yes. I don't remember name too well, but when you say the story behind... Yes, I do. I actually... Okay, if we're going to be on this, I'm confused. Maybe you could help me out. Why, why is everyone up in arms that Nancy Pelosi visited Taiwan? I'm very confused why everyone's upset about it. I'm not against anything. I'm not for anything. All of our politicians love it. All the Chinese politicians hate it. To me, that just spells nothing but vitriol and even more competitiveness between China. That They give us our shit, okay? They give us our materials, the conversation we're having. I don't think we should really mess with them. What, what's do you know what that's all about, the Pelosi-Taiwan thing? Why is that such a big deal in the, in the first place? That has to ask our politics. A lot behind. Gotcha. Doesn't Pelosi have a lot of money? Well, I, yeah, but so Taiwan... You mean our money? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you could tell... I apologize. You could tell, you could tell Rain's been here for a little over 10 years. All, all the California politicians, Pelosi knew some, all of them. Well, um, maybe people that who live in the America for entire whole life, they didn't know a lot of stuff. The reason I know just because I'm aware, I'm alert, right. and I'm awake. Mm. I am awake. Not woke, awake. Yeah. yeah. I want to make sure that I don't just follow what is truth or not. It's up to you to research and find out, my friend. So don't just listen to one person. There's so many behind. There's so many circumstances that we don't understand and we don't know. But uh, everybody freaking out of that. I'm like, it's not going to happen. 
<laughs> What's not going to happen? What's that? Well, they um, talking about bomb Taiwan if proceeds. Um, oh, that's not. Yeah, yeah. China and America are not going to get in a conflict. Well, it's, it's just uh, no. it's interesting that. So I always watching a lot of uh, news about China. What's going on? It was that last before happened the last couple of days or something. So many newses was talking about bombing Taiwan, all that. It's 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 insane. But like I said, I'm just a a person who are so small and nobodies, right. and live here for a living and try to do my best to provide for my community. I concern, but is there anything I can do? I can't. But I can't stop talking about my opinions, how I see it, what I know. Maybe people spread their words and share what they know. Maybe somebody can answer your question better than I do. You know what I mean? Why is that? I don't know. Yeah, and I'm not trying to get you in hot water. I I, I hope you know that. I, I'm not trying to no. get you to say something to take a listen, quote. I mean, you know. Listen, I'm cool with any question. If I cannot answer, I would say, "Bro, I can't answer you." <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I ask because, and backstory for you, George, you know, Nancy Pelosi visits Taiwan. Taiwan is an island, um, and they have their own, like, a little, um, I want to say it's, it's a Taiwan Strait. It's a body of water to get there. Um, but China controls it, but it's not a part of China, but their military and government controls it. So they did not like one of the highest-ranking American officials going over there just to prance. Because Pelosi didn't really go over there to do anything except, like, take some photos. Like, if we're really being real, like... She probably does some behind the deal, you know, behind the curtain closed deals. But she kind of just went there for the the PR. I mean, she didn't go there for any real reason. I'm looking for the reason she went. So to what Taiwan. was the speculation? Everyone's thinking like, "Hey, America's trying to take over that." It's the first time an American official has been to Taiwan in 25 years. They're wondering why the hell now. Your guys' inflation's terrible. Russia and Ukraine's happening. Why now? That's the big question. Like, why are you coming to Taiwan of all places to mess with China? Who? Them in America have friction, always have friction, the militaries. I don't understand yeah. either when you have your own country have so much problem to taking care of, why you go visit somebody else? Right. Instead of find out what we can do and help ourselves first. That's what I thought. I'm like, why is Pelosi going to Taiwan when like... I mean, it's grateful that we do something for others. But first of sure. all, shouldn't you taking care of your own first? Maybe... Haven't heard the public that cry enough, um, crisis enough to got into attention to taking care of it. I don't know, but leave it to our politician to taking care of it. We're just nobody, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say to not taking care of it. Yeah. I, yeah. We're just nobody, but just alert that um, a lot's going on, a lot's happening, and just watch and see, maybe. If there's one message or one thing you want to leave with, customers of Taroko or anyone that listen to this, what would you like it to be? Come see rain. And I love all my customers and everyone knows it. I'm not just a server or a business owner. I do care about people. As all my regular customers know me, they all know I'm caring for will, not just the face. They want you to feel comfort. I do care about everyone that come into this store. So don't be hesitate to ask me a question or, or if any issue that when I'm around and I can fix it right away. But for Toroko, I'm here. 
I cannot say 24-7, that's too much, but I wish that my day have 27 hours. Um, I'm here all the time. I'm here trying to do the best I can and uh, providing better food and also create something more fun and more excited, exciting food and put on a menu for the public. We'll see, and I'm working on it. Um, We'd love to come back and talk about more about the dishes just because that will maybe give the public a little bit more education about Asian culture food. Well, look, I want to thank you for coming on. On the point of coming back on, we'll definitely love to host you again. I, I know coming in here, you mentioned big city feel. I definitely understand that, and it definitely feels like you're into like, almost like a different world when you come in here. And, and you said it, you know, it was like modern um, Asian designers and whatnot that did this place. And I, I know for me and – you know, on behalf of Georgia, I know when we came in here, it was like, this is so different. This is so new. There's a new energy to writing. I've never felt here personally. Um, so thank you for coming on here and, and educating us and just and just talking with us and, and just BSing. It. So, yeah, I appreciate it. If you guys want to come down to Taroko Asian Bar and Grill, you definitely should. Mm. It is located at 1701 Pine Street here in downtown Reading, and they are open every day from 1130 to 10. And then on Thursdays and Fridays, it's 1130 a.m. to 1030. Saturday and Sunday, it is noon to 1030 p.m. Is that right? <laughs> I think those are the hours I got on Google. I just want to make sure that's that yes, sounded about right. Okay, cool. <laughs> Come see Rain and get some good food and delicious drink. And I promise we'll have some exciting food on the menu soon and something more exciting for the weekend, okay? Absolutely. Yep. Well, thank you, Rain. I appreciate it very much. Anything? Thank you. And follow my Instagram at Taroko Redding. Yes, and at- Facebook as well. Yes, do guys, please. Do you guys have anything else? Any TikTok, any Twitter? You guys we do, do a little bit of TikTok, but uh, oh. not oh. often yet. But just start it. Okay. Whatever that we can take to get our names out there. All we need to do is people get to know us. Come try it. You don't like it. You have your own opinion. Accept understanding. If you haven't tried it, come try it. Why not? It's amazing. I mean, I know is you like to eat what you eat comfort, but you haven't tried it. How do you know you don't like it? It's just a food, right? Don't be scared. Try it. <laughs> is TikTok um, at Taroko Redding? Is that the TikTok as well? Would that be the... Okay. So at Taroko Redding on Instagram, Facebook, and on TikTok. Follow us. Yeah. T-A-R-O-K-O. Absolutely. Anything else, George? I just, I just want to make sure you're good because you I just want to make sure you're good. Thank you, Rain. If you guys have made it this far, thank you for listening. I appreciate you guys very much. I'll be back here in just a couple days' time, I think, and I will talk to you guys later. Have a great day.